Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Hey, good Friday morning, Northlanders. We are here, yes, on the 26th of January, getting close to the end of month, end of January. I just read a piece this morning, Northlanders, on the on one of the weather service wires out of Minneapolis that said, well, they were talking about the big pond hockey tournament that was supposed to take place in Minneapolis this weekend. It's not going to. It's been called off because the it's too warm and the ice is not good for pond hockey. Um in that same story, they talked about the fact that by the about the end or middle or towards the end of February, they could see temperatures in Minneapolis in the 60 degree range. That's in, amazing. Well, look, we, we got a lot of things to talk about this morning, but I I'm one of these guys. I read stories. I go into sites and I read stuff all the time and. Sometimes I draw a pause. I I I, uh, I have a quandary that comes about me, and I wonder, hey, what, what's going on here? So today I was reading the story about the Alabama uh, murderer who was executed with the use of nitrogen gas for the first time, and how the Sotomayor and some of the other uh, uh, big-time, you know, liberal... Um, Supreme Court justices were all concerned about this execution of Eugene Smith, uh, 58. He was pronounced dead at 825 at the Alabama prison after breathing nitrogen gas through a face mask, um, causing oxygen deprivation. The execution took about 22 minutes from the time between the opening and closing of the curtains of the viewing room. Now, he was executed... Uh, because he uh, committed murder for hire, killing a 45-year-old Elizabeth Senate in 1988, more than 30 years ago, and it's and he's been in prison ever since for that committing that heinous crime. Now the son, Mike Senate, of the victim, said um, he's been incarcerated almost twice as long as I knew my mother. Uh, he, he finally ended up, he said, he said, look, this is not going to bring my mother back or anything, but I will say this by ending by saying Elizabeth Dorleen Senate got her justice today. Now, okay, so everybody's all upset about this uh, 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 execution of a murderer, a, a uh, for hire execution that he committed of an innocent woman. And then I tie that because also this morning I was reading the story out of the Minneapolis, well, actually out of the St. Paul Pioneer Press, about the hearing they had yesterday down in Minneapolis. You know, because Minnesota is becoming the death state. We already become uh, abortion on demand in the state of Minnesota. We're getting people from all over the country, different states that can't get an abortion in their state. They can come to Minnesota and get killed here or have their child killed here. Now, the state capitol is uh, holding hearings on assisted suicide. <clears throat> this is House File 1930, which would legalize assisted suicide through Minnesota. So I'm reading in this story, and it, it talks about a, um, a medical doctor who talked about a friend of his, Tom, 
who was dying from terminal heart disease. And according to the, the doctor named Sturgeon, Tom summoned his family and friends, listened to his favorite music, then took the pills that ended his life as the group watched. Tom was dead in 20 minutes. A good death, Surgeon Sturgeon said. Well, nobody seems to be making a huge hue and cry, at at least not yet, over assisted suicide Minnesota. You know what? It, it sounds like if you read the two cases, they're almost identical. Why couldn't they just take these same pills and give them to the convicted murderers in prison and they could listen to their headset and within 20 minutes they'd be dead? Because... In the other case of the Alabama case, it said that the uh, when the nitri- nitrogen gas was applied, it was uh, 22 minutes from the time of the opening and closing of the curtains till the time he was pronounced dead. Does anybody else see any hypocrisy here in this? Uh, you get liberals all upset about executions of individuals who have committed heinous crimes. But we're supposed to take people that, uh, you know, are handicapped or seriously have health issues, and we, ju- and we should just get rid of them, help them commit suicide. And yet they almost identically take the same amount of time. You're just taking a couple of pills and listening to music, where in the other case, you're uh, putting a mask over the guy's face. But before you do that... As the case in Alabama, Smith ate a last meal of a T-bone steak, hash browns, toast, eggs, slathered in A1 salad or steak sauce. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only guy that seems that sees a correlation between the two here and uh, and and seems uh, that there's some issues there. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, as we get into it this morning. Kenny, can you explain something to me? Oh boy. <laughs> do you do you happen to have the uh audio of uh President Joe Biden's speech at uh at Ryder Brewery no, over in Superior, Wisconsin? I, I don't. I thought of getting it. If people want to see that, it's on Twitter. It's all over yeah. Facebook, primarily Twitter, well, X. I'll never get used to calling it an X. It's just a no. dumb name. I'm sorry, Elon, yeah. but um, yeah. they are calling it. Everybody that has seen it is calling it the biggest gibberish yet from this president. Well, yeah. You know, I had another thought too, Brad. You know, this took place over at Earth Rider Brewing in Superior, you think and you're drinking beer. Well, I you know I don't know, but more so where I was going with this was, you know. Their road is going to be closing for up to five years. The high bridge is the road to Earth Rider Brewing. Yeah, very and, true. You know, they've got to be concerned about this. And I, I just don't, is it good practice to close a bridge that takes 33,000 cars a day and close it for five, four to five years until the new one's built? Well, that doesn't matter. We've got the bong bridge. People could use that bridge. Well, it does matter, yeah. Brad. It matters a lot. It does. It does matter because all of a sudden you're putting all that strain and stress on the bong bridge. 
which will expediate yeah. the replacement of that bridge. Yes. <laughs> so the Bong Bridge I mean, is next, amazing. apparently, and uh, uh, I don't know. But uh, the people at Earthrider, the people at businesses there at uh, Hammond Avenue, where it terminates or starts at the base of the high bridge, I think they should be very concerned about the closing of for four to five years. You know, we're not talking a summer. We're not talking a construction season. We're talking for four to five years. They've got to yeah. be concerned about that. Those businesses over there. I, I don't know. Maybe not. But well, it sounds like a big deal to well, me. Well, uh, like you say, uh, people are probably thinking, look, if I have to go to Superior, if I want to go to Superior, uh, I can take the Bong Bridge or sometimes in the summer and I guess other times you can go all the way out to uh, uh, what, uh, the uh, Oneota Bridge out there? Oh, or Oliver, what do they call the that? Oliver Bridge. Oliver, people yeah, don't, the Oliver that's Bridge. just way out of the way that, for people, per it's se. It's way out of the way. Well, yeah. I mean, that would be a emergency use bridge. And even that one, that one's, I don't know. I just, this four to five years thing has got me hung up, you know. I don't know all the details why we need a new bridge. And and like Tom said yesterday, and I I think, do we have Tom on the phone right now? Tom from Port Wing? We sure do. Say, Tom and Brad, okay. I just want to remind um, uh, what Tom said yesterday talking about this bridge topic. And, Tom, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, we, we've got to think about this stuff. That Right now the, the price tag on this bridge is, what, a billion dollars? And, Tom, you said something More to the effect yeah. that by the time this bridge is finished, I think you said – Prices are, or the cost is going to shoot up to near $4 billion. Oh, yeah. There's two things I know about this. It's not going to be $1.6 billion when they're done with it. It's probably going to be uh, closer to $4.4 billion. And they will rename it the uh, Joe Biden Memorial Bridge. Uh, I mean, those, those are two things I'm certain of. But, um, but don't you think that uh, President like, Trump President Trump will get the blame for the cost increase when he gets reelected? Because he'll be the president when this bridge gets finished. It's his fault yeah, it costs so much. You know, I I want, wanted to call this morning and uh, talk to Brad about this issue with the youth, euthanasia first in Minnesota. I'll oh, give yeah. you one example yeah. real quick. Uh, in in Europe. Uh, there were people who, they, they started this quite a few years ago. And the slippery slope people, like myself, said, hey, wait a minute. It's not just going to be uh, grandpa. You're going to work your way down the ladder. And uh, now in the Netherlands, if you're a distraught young person in your 20s and you're depressed, you can also get euthanized by these people. Really? So don't really? think that they're going to stop there. We said it years ago. They weren't going to stop in Europe, and they all poo-pooed us, you know. And the next thing I want to say is about the consternation of the, the execution of this murderer, okay? Yeah. All these people who are so upset about that seem to have no problem with the fact that on the abortion front— Quite a few years ago, there were too many babies that were surviving, and they had to revive them and, and medically take care of them. So what the abortion industry did is they decided, Now I'm, I'm sorry to everybody out there who has to hear this, it's very graphic. They literally dismembered the child into seven pieces and then reconstructed on a separate table away from the woman. That prevents any child from surviving. 
Now, these are children who did nothing. This guy killed that woman, and I also, Brad, watched the interview with her two sons, who are now gray-haired old men 30 yes. years later. Right. Yeah. Is that, you know, justice delayed is justice denied. But all these people are getting so upset about a guy who might be gassed to death for killing somebody else. Don't seem to have a problem with the total dismemberment of innocent children who did nothing. They didn't murder anybody. They didn't even say a bad word to anybody. They're just hiding in the womb. And this idea that they don't feel pain, you watch the videos where when they go in and they prick a small baby, and that baby moves to the other side of the womb, tries to get away from these this uh, pain. They feel pain. Don't don't fool yourself. They don't feel no. pain. Yeah. Yeah. Any anybody that thinks that that uh, that that's the case, that really don't know much about the human psyche or the human physiology. You're absolutely right. Well, listen, we've got to take our first break of the morning. Uh, we're going to do that, and then we'll come back uh, with more here on Sound Off on a Friday. By the way, I've got no humor for today. Oh. Just, well, just keep talking. You, you'll find you, something. You, you've destroyed me, Kenny. You've <laughs> destroyed my my humor, oh, humor aside. I feel bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, anyway, we'll maybe, be back. Maybe Corey's listening. He's always good for a joke or two. Yeah, he's always got a couple, maybe. All right. KDAL time is 11.25, and we are still very mild, Brad. Uh, currently at the Army Corps of Engineers in Canal Park. Uh, let's get an update there. There it is, 35 degrees. Now, the normal high this time of the year is 20, and we're going to stay above normal for uh, the next several days. Yesterday in Duluth, we got up to 34. The low was 32. So the temperature yesterday only varied by, uh, what, 3 degrees. See, that, that still concerns me, Kenny, about yeah. this uh, Minnesota Hockey Day and War Road. Because uh, I understand that that hockey rink there does not have a cooling unit under it. Well, the weather forecast for War Road last I saw was favorable. As a matter of fact, uh, there is a, uh, bear with me here, there is a uh, a winter weather advisory just for today. In okay. War Road, but uh, okay. So they have consistently been saying Saturday's high temperature is going to be 29 and partly sunny. Now they have changed that to partly sunny and 30. So we still stay below freezing. We still say partly sunny. And uh, okay. let's just keep our fingers crossed that uh, things work out and it stays cold enough and not too much sun. Because sun, yeah. sun is a bad thing for ice. Yes, exactly. Especially if you don't have that cooling unit under yeah. it. I understand they've built this hockey rink on the top of their football field uh, so that they can use the stands and everything else for the people. What? And they what? will use Zambonis to, uh, you know, to Why? take care of the ice in between games. Why does War Road have a football field? <laughs> Those kids crazy? <laughs> Should be on the hockey rink they, playing hockey. They play. Learning the craft. Play football too, I oh, guess. okay. <laughs> Uh, let's hope that things go off uh, and go well. Uh, there are several games slated. Uh, two, yes. Uh, yeah, two boys' high school games, a girls' high school game. Of course, there's going to be other... Some uh, anime games and some other things. Well, yes. uh, as far as, you know, the, the big games, there's going to be uh, college hockey games. The Wild will play Anaheim. And then there's going to be the but professional... St. Paul. 
Correct. There's going to be the Professional yeah. Women's Hockey League, and they're going to be. It's all part of the Hockey Day Minnesota thing, and primarily for the right. Valley sports viewers and stuff and what have you. But yeah, boy, tough, tough loss for the Wild last night. I mean, they were leading that game one nothing through two periods, and then lost it three to two. Yeah, that was a that was a tough loss, but you know you can't uh, hang your head. You got to keep on uh, chugging. Uh, they, they took some especially, bad penalties, especially tough because it's a four point turnaround. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll get them next time. See Brad on the phone <laughs> with some sound tax advice. I'm sure we do have T.J. Thorlickson. Oh. Yeah. I can't imagine he would give us anything but sound tax advice. T.J. Thorlickson of Thorlickson Tax Service, good Friday morning to you. Good Friday to you guys as well. <laughs> so, so you guys you... build me up. <laughs> well, it doesn't take much to build you up because your reputation follows you far and wide. Um, and you're doing some wonderful things with some of our listeners who have uh, said, uh, hmm, sounds good. Let's give it a try. Let's call them. And, and people are getting some good sound uh, legitimate information. So what do you got for us today? What uh, what kind of things should we be thinking about as we get closer to the tax deadline here? Uh, well, first of all, I wanted to say the, the big question I've been getting the last couple of weeks and the number of phone calls, especially from what you guys are doing, are, are way up. And I guess you guys got me sounding so popular that nobody thinks I'm taking new clients on, but I, I am. I like to help everybody and we just make sure we get time to help everybody. So if you want, okay. you know, don't worry about not getting in to see me so everybody gets in. But there's a big thing out there, too, now about them, some last-minute tax changes that they're doing, and so a lot of people are not wanting to file their taxes until these different things come out. And it, it really just has to do with the additional child tax credit and short of going into a 20-minute dissertation on it because it's too complicated. It's, they're trying to decide if, they change the number of the amount of money that you get when you have kids in certain income brackets. You get a little bit more money on that additional child tax credit. So a lot of people are just waiting till they finally decide on that so they don't have to do an amended return later. But if you've already done your return and it does benefit you, you can fix that later with an amended return. So you're not going to lose it if you've already filed or sent them in because, you know, a lot of people do early returns. And so they don't they just get them done. And now it's like, dang it, they went and changed the rules, but you can always fix a return. Remember, everybody, you can go back three years if the IRS owes you money. The IRS can go back seven years if you owe them money. Seems a little, oh. you know, a little unfair weighted there, didn't it? Yeah, a little bit. For both. Say, TJ, I wanted to know, does that have the same thing? Does the same thing apply with this question about whether or not the federal government can tax the state refunds that came out. We're talking peanuts anyway. It's a small amount of money from the state of Minnesota. But we've heard from Congressman Stauber and from other people that they're trying to get the uh, federal government to agree to not consider that as taxable income. So far, the federal government has said they're going to tax it. State government is not. And that's correct. So let's talk about the average person out there listening. So let's okay. say that you got two people in your house and you all got the letter in the mail saying you have miscellaneous income of $520. Right. And you just forget to put it on your tax return. Just forget or purposely say, I'm not paying tax on that. I'm not putting it on. Well, then the IRS has to decide, do they want to send you a letter saying that they want to add that in and in your tax package, you owe them five or eight dollars 
tax. Right. And I'm inclined to say probably not. So it's to me, it's a whole bunch of rigmarole about nothing because it is not, you know, millions of dollars to everybody. I still Correct. think the whole tax was ridiculous. I mean, the whole payment was ridiculous in the first place. You know, the state yeah. gets $18 billion extra and everybody gets 260 bucks. I mean, that's like <laughs> me going on the radio here and saying I made $3 million in sales last year, so everybody gets $0.50 cents off their taxes next year. <laughs> it's like, TJ, if you made $3 million, maybe we'd like a little more than $0.50 cents off. And I think that's what the state did, and I think it's really stupid of a rebate. You know, it was helpful, but come on, they're making a big deal out of it. And now they're trying to tax it all for just these little peanuts. That's kind of a waste of time. I think there's better things the government could work on. Right. But if you don't put it in... They're not going to come after you. You're not going to have the police knocking on your door. Nothing like that. You know, basically, it's just going to go away. So okay. No one well, don't do, do, do don't. me a favor now. Don't get yourself so busy that you can't file my taxes this year because I'm getting that all ready and I'm going to fire it off to you. So uh, <laughs> no, uh, no. Here's I, the I thing that's weird is I. I mean, I work evenings and weekends. And people say, oh, my well, gosh, why? I'm and I sure. go, because yeah. I'm pretty much wrapped up at the end of April, so I can take extra time off in the summer. It's, I know it's hell for three months, so I just put up with it. But, you know, I talk to my boss, which is me, and see if I can have some extra time off in the summer. And if they catch me in a good mood, I usually give me some extra time off, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> that's good. I'll have to try to use that one myself sometime. Say, gentlemen, oh, if, I, if I could real quickly, again, we're looking for some humor on Friday, and I think this yes. is humor. This comes from Corey from the range, and TJ, you'll get oh. a chuckle out of this, I'm sure. According to unofficial sources, a new simplified income tax form contains only four lines. What was your income for the year? What were your expenses? How much do you have left? And for send it in. Send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's weird because it actually mirrors something really going on. Is the IRS is actually making simplified and easier to understand penalty and tax forms so that when people get notices, they make more sense, which I think is really nice because what they send now, I barely understand. Well, that is good news if they're actually trying to make it a little more understandable. Well, any last thoughts uh, before I give people your phone number and how to get a hold of you, which I'm sure there's going to be a lot of those people. Um, uh, any last uh, thoughts about uh, things to prepare for this year for tax? Well, like I said, I've been doing this about a year and a half, and it just amazes me the number of people with small businesses that did it themselves on TurboTax or something that missed thousands of dollars. So don't wow. hesitate if you've got a small business. We can go back three years and get thousands of dollars back. So don't hesitate to call the number that you're about to hear because we'll fit you in and we'll find you that money. There you go. You've been listening to T.J. Thorlickson, Thorlickson Tax Services, and you can contact him very simply just by picking up the phone and dialing 218-279-1920. That's 218 218- Two seven nine one nine two zero, Thorlickson Tax Service, and don't re, don't forget, he, even if you do your taxes yourself, he's willing to take a look at them uh, before you send them in, and you might be surprised at the things he can find. So that's Thorlickson Tax Service. Thank you, T.J. We look forward to these calls on Friday, and Kenny, we gotta take a break. Brad, we do. Uh, real quickly, we're going to go to CBS News, but I want to say something about the forecast up in Warro. The National Weather yeah, Service please. has a yeah. point 
forecast system. In other words, you can go on the map and you can point someplace and get the forecast for that specific location. And when okay. I pointed on the map, I thought I was close to War Road, and I was, relatively speaking, but I was 14 miles south. So I went to War Road, and I clicked right on War Road, and that forecast, Brad, has not changed from a couple of days ago. Now we're only talking a degree from what I mentioned. They're still saying War Road Saturday, partly sunny, and 29 for a high. Okay. So that hasn't changed for a few days, and that's, I think, a good sign. Of it course, is. Of course, these things can change at the snap of a finger. You know that. But uh, I think yeah. with the way this yeah. pattern is right now and the way things are shaping up and with the uh, jet stream where it's at, I think we're going to be okay. But uh, 29 and partly sunny for War Road on Saturday. Very good. All right. Well, we'll take this uh, break, and then we'll come back with more here on a Friday. Thank you, Corey. We needed a little lightheartedness today, so we'll be back. KDAL time, 11.42. We'll take down that loud punk rock music. Punk rock? Well, it's kind of pop (laughs) punk. That's a band called The Only Ones. They were a rather obscure UK band. This was their biggest hit, but it only reached number 99 on the Billboard. (laughs) (laughs) This was the Billboard Pop 100 chart, not the Hot 100 chart. But okay. uh, nonetheless, uh, it's kind of a cool, groovy little tune. Uh, Brad, there is a dense fog advisory now in effect until noon today. And uh, I can see out onto the big lake. So downtown here, fog is not an issue. But my goodness, uh, it's something we've been dealing with now for uh, a couple of days. Well, yeah. And, and the weather conditions are just that way. I mean, it's warm enough. And yeah. uh, you get yeah. fog rising everywhere. It's uh and and things are starting to melt. I mean, yeah. they're they're melting over throughout the area, which is interesting. You know, I, I was Say, uh, I, go ahead. Well, I I I just wanted to comment about one thing during that last uh, CBS news break. There, it talked about how uh, uh, they're they're ending up wrapping up the uh, uh, testimony today in this E.G. Carroll uh, case out in uh, New York. Uh, you know, during that case, an interesting sidelight happened. You, we all remember the Monica Lewinsky case, correct? I did not have relations with that woman. I did not have sex with no, that I woman. Didn't. I didn't. Oh, no. And then they argued well, about the word it or if yeah, or the use yes. of the word. Jeez. Correct. What was the thing that got uh, uh, Clinton in trouble? Uh the stain on the dress, perhaps? The blue dress. Oh, the, blue, the stain blue, on the blue oh, dress. The stain, Brad. Well, during, mm. the, uh, during the conditions, w- uh, the testimony with Eugene Carroll, Trump's attorneys just happened to mention to her, um, well, you've, you've mentioned in the past that this sexual assault happened to you in the Bergdorf Goodman dressing room in the early 1990s, and that you were wearing a Donna Karen uh, dress 
on that day. Donna Karen evidently is the uh, designer, you know, because she's very designer conscious. And she said, yes, that's true. They said, well, you know, it's interesting because we have contacted the New York Times, which is uh, kind of a very left-leaning paper, and the New York Times did fact checks on this. And they found out that the dress you're referring to, the Donna Karen dress, wasn't even manufactured until long after 1994. Hmm. So, and she was, she had every intention, evidently, of bringing the dress into play on this. Now she's decided she's not going to use the dress. She's not, uh, not, uh, not going to use the dress, uh, and, and that there probably is no... Uh, you know, you know, no substance on the dress anywhere that would be able to prove anything. And in fact, all along, for my listener here, by the way, he's not really a listener, but he's a kind of an anti-listener, Kenny, but I'll read you the latest from him this morning. The president was in town talking about a billion-dollar investment and creation of 10,000 union jobs while the candidate that you continue to campaign for was in court because he defamed the woman he raped. You know, I, I hate to continue to act like I'm uh, protecting Donald Trump here uh, because I don't uh, have any intention of doing that, but... Uh, the the word continues to come out uh, from this individual that uh, that he raped her, and even the court case that they're involved in right now <clears throat> says very clearly that Trump is not facing criminal charges in this case. Uh, Carol first went public with her story in 2019, <clears throat> posing for a cover of New York Magazine. In it. The wearing the Donna Karen blazer dress that she claimed she was assaulted in. <clears throat> and the story goes on to say that during the court case, <clears throat> it has been brought out again that Donald Trump has not been charged with rape and there has never been proved, any proof raised, that he raped Jean Carroll. She continues to file charges looking for money <clears throat> because she claimed she was assaulted, but not raped. So anyway, it's just, I, I understand it's semantics, but <clears throat> she is, she already has a, a, a jury award for $5 million, but evidently she doesn't think that's enough. So she has gone back and, uh, and tried to recharge this for defamation of character because Donald Trump keeps saying, I don't even know the woman. I have no idea who she was. <clears throat> and I did not rape her. Um, He's going to go to the front of the, uh, the head of the class, if you will, for the GOP. He will be the nomination, the nominee for oh, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. GOP um, for president. Um, what happens, Brad, if weeks, months down the road from now, uh, we get uh, near the election and you've got Joe and the president campaigning? And Donald Trump, uh, they find him guilty and they issue him time in jail, time in prison. Um, for this case? Well, for, uh, you know, whatever case it might be, this one in particular. Yeah. But, I mean, he well, is this, facing, uh, this, you know, 
jail time. No, this one and this one in particular, evidently he can't be charged. Okay, this in, is, in fact, I'll read right. you. It says a federal jury in New York decided last year that Trump was not liable for rape, but was liable for sexual abuse and defamation. Right. Uh, the president, a former president, was ordered to pay $5 million. Yeah, okay. But again, so there, he is... He's just looking for money. There, well, there's no possibility that he's going to go to jail for this particular case. These charges that he's facing, frivolous or not, um, they're hell-bent on moving these forward, and if they find a way to convict him, what happens? Does Joe oh, just go to the White House automatically, or... Oh, no, no. This is bizarre. I don't think so. And, and in fact, the numbers continue to come out that most of the people that are voting for Donald Trump uh, and supporting him will continue to vote for him, even if he is found guilty of one of these charges. What if they find uh, him guilty and then as they move along with Hunter Biden and Joe and the corruption that uh, seems to be apparent there and they both go to jail, then what? <laughs> Maybe maybe everybody on the ballot could go to jail. We, we will postpone this year's presidential election. Um, yes. Who's in charge? Uh-oh. Kamala. Yeah, good Ooh. question. Ooh. Kamala. Kamala. This is pretty crazy stuff we're uh But remember, she has to be reelected this year, too. So if that oh, goes... Oh, my goodness. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Wow. Anyway, I want to, uh, when we come back uh, after we do our Minnesota news, I want to get back into some local issues here. We'll be back very quickly. KDAL time is 11.53, 35 in Superior, overcast, calm winds. And Brad, on the phone, we do have George from Zenith Autoglass. George Weller, the proud owner now of two glass locations in the Twin Ports area. Uh, the first one, Zenith Auto Glass, that's located at 3802 Trinity Road. And the second one, located in Superior, Wisconsin, 2803 Banks Avenue. George, you got to feel pretty good about what's going on with Zenith Auto Glass. I sure do. You know, three and a half years in business. And uh, the support we've received from local insurance agents and, and fleet uh, owners and, and, and folks... Uh, that's what put us there, and uh, we're we're extremely proud. I know that February is the official grand opening over in Superior, but I believe you are taking business and doing business there right now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we've already had uh, we've already had cars come through there, and and uh, we're we're completely up and running. The same services in Duluth are available at the Superior location. Outstanding. Well, this is, you know, for, for Superiorites, this is really a special time because your uh, your city now is going to have its own Zenith Autoglass location done up, the pictures I have seen, done up professionally just as the original location is on 3802 Trinity. You'll find the same uh, great building, uh, great facility, great equipment, great professionals working on your vehicles at 2803 Banks Avenue. Um, now, what you've done, George, I believe, is you've taken some of your staff that are long-term. You know, we talked in originally about your first location and the fact that you had over 100 years of experience there. You've taken some of those people and transferred them, but you're growing as a company as well. Yeah, we're going to be adding another customer service representative 
and uh, I would anticipate uh, probably another technician come uh, March, April. Okay. Fantastic. Well, uh, uh, again, folks, if you want not only auto glass, yes, they do auto glass, they do light, uh, light and heavy duty trucks, campers, uh, any kind of equipment that takes glass, you know, front end loaders, backhoes, boats. If you need that glass work done and you want it done professionally in Duluth, Minnesota, you can uh, call a 218 218- Two seven five 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 five. That's two one eight two seven five 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 five. In Superior, Wisconsin, all you got to do is call seven one five five seven five 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 five. Very conveniently, you've kind of tied the numbers together, and uh, that's great. I think, but I think what's really great is the kind of service and kind of facility that people will find at either location comfortable waiting rooms if you decide you want to sit there and wait for your uh, glass to be done or if you have things to do at both locations there is the availability of courtesy vehicles Um, you can uh, there's comfortable waiting areas and just quality service where your vehicle will be treated like it's uh, George's own vehicle good stuff George five-star safety five-star satisfaction there we go. All right, Zenith Auto Glass, Northlanders, Duluth and Superior, 3802 Trinity Road in Duluth, and 2803 Banks Avenue in Superior, Wisconsin, for your convenience and your glass work done right. Thank you, George. Have a great weekend. Uh, Kenny, we're just about out of time here for this. Um, I do want to I do wanna, uh, tell you that there's a couple of things going on. Uh, people... Most people in the Duluth area are probably already know this, but Amazon is going to be building a distribution center out in the, uh, I, I guess you'd call it the... Uh, uh, oh, the old Atlas well, Cement location. Cement, yeah, out by the steel mill, out yes. by Gary Morgan Park where the steel mill Finally. was. Finally. Yeah. That no area kidding. has been unused pretty much my entire lifetime. No kidding. There was one building built there, but it's it's changed hands. It was uh, Iconics. the Second Harvest. Yeah, yeah, Iconics built a building out there, but it's now run by the Second Harvest yeah. Northern Lakes Food Bank. But Amazon is going to be building a, 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 a quite a nice facility, I understand. And I've seen these around the country. There, There's a number of them. Um, I'm sure there will be a number of jobs available there. We don't know exactly when it's uh, going to be completed. The completion of the Amazon facility was not immediately known Thursday evening. But that's going to be happening uh, this coming year. And we'll be back with our number two coming up shortly.